Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. I've executive produced top-rated programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Additionally, I have created shows such as Netflix's Darling Hollywood, OWN's number one rated love and marriage franchise, and TV One's Hollywood Divas, just to name a few. So y'all know I have many jobs, child, okay? Just saying. So look, starting in May, new episodes of Reality with the King will air once a week on Wednesdays. We'll resume airing twice a week in June. In the meantime, make sure you catch my new late night talk show, The Nightcap with Carlos King, on the Oprah Winfrey Network every Saturday night starting May 14th, immediately following Love and Marriage DC. Hey, y'all. So today's guest on Reality with the King is one of my dearest friends, Sheree Whitfield. Yes! Come on, Bone Collector. Of course, when I learned that Sheree Whitfield was coming back again on The Real Housewives of Atlanta Season 14, y'all know I had to call my girl and say, look, honey, I need you and I to kick it up on the podcast. And without even thinking, Sheree said yes immediately. Because low-key, some of these other girls haven't texted me back yet. But we'll get to that later. Anyways, I love me some Sheree. We both started The Real Housewives of Atlanta in 2008 together. Season one, I was so obsessed with her when I met her. And what's crazy is she and I did not become close until season two. Because season one, I had to deal with NeNe Leakes and Deshaun Snow. But I always kept my eye on the boss bitch, Sheree. Come on, Sheree. Listen, I am super excited about her return to The Real Housewives of Atlanta Season 14. I think Sheree is super underrated. I don't think you guys give Sheree her flowers as much as y'all need to because she is definitely part of the reason why The Real Housewives of Atlanta is the juggernaut that it is today. Now, let's get into my conversation with the bone collector herself, Sheree Whitfield. Y'all need to know the backstory of me and Sheree. Oh, so Lord. as you all know, I was a producer starting season one of Atlanta Housewives. I was an associate producer. So when you are an associate producer, you're assigned Housewives. So season one, I was assigned Nene and Deshaun Snow. And another producer had Sheree. 
I would watch Sheree's scenes and be like, this bitch is so fucking fabulous. She is everything. And I was like, I want to play with Sheree too. And your producer Uh named Corey was like, no bitch, she's mine. I love it. And Corey and I are still friends to this day too. Still friends. Yep. Yes, Corey is yes. a sweetheart. He's 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 the good guy. Corey was like, Carlo, <laughs> you got Nene and Deshaun Snow. I got Sheree. And I was like, I want a piece <laughs> of that action. So then season two, I was still there. Sorry, Corey. <laughs> and then me and Sheree became. <laughs> <laughs> you are crazy. I never knew this story. I never knew this story. I love it. <laughs> Me and Corey was fighting over Sheree. Shut up. And I was, I was just like, she's everything. Aww. I knew you were that girl the first week of filming at your birthday party. Well, I got the party started, didn't I? Oh, hmm. I mean, you're the reason for the season, mama. I mean, you're the reason why we got a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth episode. Because Sheree had a party and NeNe League's name was not on the list. And I never asked you this question. What's the question? Sheree, it has been 14 years. Mm-hmm. And bitch, I need to know. Did you purposely leave NeNe's name off the list? Listen, it was my birthday party. Nene and I had not been in a good space. We had been fighting uh, before that. So we were we were good before. And it's so crazy that when we get ready to do the show, we kind of had a falling out because she got mad at me because I couldn't get her into a party. Well, bitch, I didn't get you into a thousand parties, but I can't get you into this party. So she got mad at me. And so that was the falling out of us because we were good before that. So when the show starts, I'm feeling the tension and because we had a meeting. And it got really bad between Nina and I in this restaurant. We were at, uh, was it Clubhouse at uh, Lenox Mall? Mm-hmm. It got really bad. Like she and I almost got into a, like an altercation at a restaurant. And I'm like, what the hell? So this is my birthday party. I called one of my girlfriends who was also a producer or whatever. And I, I'm telling her because they, they want me to invite her into my home. And she's like, and I'm like, this is my home. I don't want no bad energy. I don't want no bad, you know, none of that. So I don't want to really invite her because we're not friends right now. We're not getting along. And she she was like, well, shit, it's your home. I wouldn't bring no, I understand what you're saying. I wouldn't bring no bad energy in there either. So the guest list was what it was. (laughs) We got the exclusive. That is the first time I have really, you know what? People don't really ask me that. They just talk about, you know, that she wasn't on the list. I had, the people on the list were the people on the list. Those are the people who were supposed to get in. Don't let nobody in who is not on my list. 14 years, not one person has ever asked Sheree that question. I always suspected that. And this is the reason why I wanted to bring it up. Sheree is the reason episode one got started. And I always felt, not because we're friends, I always felt that people underestimate you and that you don't get the props you deserve for being part of the reason the Atlanta Housewives is successful. They love to give it to Nene. And listen, Nene's great. And she's an icon and she's great too. They love to give it to Kim Zosiak and Kim is great too. Every once in a while, they'll say your name or not. It bothers me, real talk. Do you feel like you don't get enough credit for what Atlanta Housewives is today? 
Absolutely. I, I totally feel that. I think that, you know, people feel like, uh, like you said, that it's the Ninis and the Kims, maybe because they're a little more uh, uh, loud about it. But I mean, let's be clear. I have probably more iconic moments than a lot of them probably put together. Should we name some? Oh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll name them. Um, who gonna check me, boo? Um, my joggers are coming out spring, summer. Um, <laughs> twirl on the motherfucking baseboards, bitch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pull her wig. I shifted it a little bit. Yeah, just a little shift. The, the, the bitch better get to running. <laughs> I'm glad you fixed those doggy teeth. <laughs> yes, I'm glad you fixed those doggy teeth. Thank you. <laughs> no, listen. I know that you are an icon, a wordsmith, and I do agree with you. Just because you're not like the loudest person in the room, baby, when Sheree walks into a room, a force is behind her. Aww. It always bothered me because I look at I look at your legacy. You are really responsible for a lot of great moments. And that's why when I left the show and you left the show and they were like, Carlos, can you come back to season eight? And I was like, oh, I got all this other stuff going on. And then I was like, if I come back, me and Sheree got to do this again. Mm -hmm. Because I I just felt like y'all just don't give this woman enough credit for what she's done. And you and I came back together at the same damn time. And baby... We you and that. Kenya on that rooftop party at Cynthia, where you almost gave her a little, <laughs> little cocktail dress, meaning the cocktail being spilled on the dress, honey. Yes. I mean, I think you're such a big icon, but tell me about your legacy on the show and how you feel that, like you said, like you are truly one of the main reasons. And I'll, I'll go on record saying this, and I don't care who gets mad because this is no shade. Nene, Kim, and Sheree are the reasons why Atlanta Housewives is the number one show on Bravo. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. We started this and I mean, we didn't have a blueprint. We didn't know what, you know, what we were getting into. And and a lot of things have changed. But back then, we were authentic. We didn't know any better. We didn't know the makeup shit. We're thinking this is our real lives. We signed up to do a reality show and we're going to be as real as we possibly be, you know? Yeah. You know what? When they actually reached back out to me this time, I talked about the fact that everybody, because when I'm not on the show, I don't watch the show. But everybody who have watched the show, of course, they come to me and they tell me different things. And a lot of the things that they were saying is that it's too much fighting. Uh, the girls aren't friends. It's not authentic. Uh, the girls are, you know, they're they're producing themselves. Now, you can produce yourself in a good way, but it's when it's so obvious to the fans that you're, you know, pretending to bring in this person and this, you're dating this, you know, all these different things, it doesn't work. And people don't want to see that. It needs to get back to what it was, where it was authentic, where this is our real lives, completely transparent. And it's so funny when people, and I hear people say, oh, she's being transparent. Bitch, I've always been transparent. I'm probably one of the few who've always been transparent. Let's be let's be clear. I talked about stuff on this show that no one, even though they may be going through some things, don't want to talk about. And this shit that's not so pretty, you know? But I talked about it and I discussed it. And the one thing that I love uh that I'm able to that that I do that, it's because I get so many emails or so many messages saying people, you know, from people saying, I can relate to that. I was going through something similar. I'm talking about child support. I'm talking about divorce. I'm talking about even dating, you know, to this day, you know, this season, dating someone in prison. I'm not the only one. 
I'm not the only one. So it's a lot of things that, you know, I went through in my personal life that I was open with sharing real shit. And I feel like a lot of uh, these girls, they kind of changed the, the narrative and mm-hmm. it just didn't work. No, it, it doesn't. And it's funny because when you look at other housewife shows, and listen, this is no shade to Drew Sedora. I'm, no. I'm looking forward to seeing what she does season 14. But a lot of it to me is when these new girls come on the housewives, you know, they're coming on the stage that you built. Mm-hmm. You're a fucking construction worker. And, and what's interesting is you haven't shied away from talking about your issues. Mm-hmm. Like you said, dating somebody in prison, dealing with divorce, dealing with what it's like when you get a divorce and you have to figure out like, okay, I have to step it up as a single mom. I gotta, I have to really be the sole provider for my children. I remember working with you and there were other people on the cast who were not being real. Mm-hmm. And one thing I always appreciate about you is the fact that you were real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of these girls, as you and I both know, they like to promote their businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They like to throw an event to show how fabulous they are. But when you ask them, like, well, we're hearing this is happening. That's off limits. We're not talking about that. That's off limits. So yeah. going into season 14, which debuts May 1st, what can you tell us about this season? Do you see a transformation? Because a lot of us stopped watching last season mm-hmm. because it wasn't interesting. Mm-hmm. Because the girls were producing themselves and the girls weren't talking about real stuff. As you came back this season, have you seen a change in some of these women being more authentic? I mean, yeah, I think some of the girls have been definitely authentic this season. They're, you know, sharing their real stories. And also one thing is that it's almost like a sisterhood this season. We've never had that, Carlos. When we leave set, we're like, bye, bitch, deuces. You know, we don't talk. We don't hang out. At all. No. So this season is different. And they are uh, telling their stories. Let's talk about Marlo. Mm -hmm. Marlo is a peach holder. She's a peach holder. You are a legend and obviously an OG. So what do you think of Marlo being a peach holder? And how has Marlo been this season? Marlo has been fabulous. She's been great. She's one of the ones who's definitely been very authentic, very transparent with, you know, everything that she's going through. And I love that about her. So she's going to give you shade and she's also going to give you funny. And I think that her getting this peach, which everybody always said, oh, Marlo's never getting a peach. You know, these girls have petitioned against her. Some of the ones she thinks thinks were her friends petitioned against her not to get a peach. So she got her peach and she is well-deserved, well-deserved. I mean, it was what, 10 years, 11 years that, you know, 10 10 or 11 years and, you know, she's proven herself. Yeah, no, it's funny because I've been around the girls. It's not easy being a friend to the show because when you are a peach holder, the peach holders would throw shade at a friend to the show. Yes. They will call you peachless. They will say you've been impeached. They will say... I'm not giving you nothing. You're not a mm-hmm. housewife. Like, mm-hmm. Sheree, let's talk about it, bitch. Like, let the girls know when you are a friend to the show, these girls don't respect you the same. They do not. And we had a similar situation this season um, one, with one of my friends that came onto the show. And, yeah, I did not appreciate or like how she was treated on there. They hazed her? Well, just one person in particular. A peach holder. Yeah. 
And how did she navigate through that? Was she able to like defend herself? No, that's the thing. You're not able to, to defend yourself because, you know, either they can't tape anymore. Uh, so the peach holder is able to go into her interviews and, you know, kind of read the shit out of somebody, even in scenes, read and you don't get to defend yourself. And that's not fair. And she all she wanted to do was defend herself, but didn't happen. Couldn't happen. And that's why Marlo's peach is so well-deserved because, <laughs> girl, Marlo's been hanging on for a long, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, bitch, one day, one day. But look, I heard Marlo is reading the girls down. Down. You know, Marlo, but she always say, I don't know how to read. I don't know how to read. So I just hit below the belt. Now that bitch is good at hitting below the belt. Carlos, and some of those scenes I'm sitting here like, oh my God, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do, what to say. It gets ugly, ugly. Now it that does? was one thing. It does, and that was one thing back in the day. Like even though you know Nina and I didn't get along or whatever, I still knew a lot of lot of information about her, and still to this day, I still do. We never went. We never hit below the belt like that. You know what? You know we never did that. These girls are going so low. They going for the juggler. They trying to. They cut into the white meat. So wait, is it is it Marlo in addition to other? Women on the show? I mean, but if somebody cut you to the white meat, ain't you going to try to cut back? I heard that Marlo has a hard on for Candy, that she is reading Candy for filth. She 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 definitely read Candy. <laughs> but can't. But listen, Candy came back. They were both... I was surprised. I was surprised. They both started hitting so below the belt. And I'm sitting in the middle, Carlos. I'm like, <laughs> I couldn't do anything. First of all, I was entertained like fuck. <laughs> right in that moment. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but it got so ugly, so low, so low, so low. I can't even imagine what they're going to cut out because there was so much shit being said. So much shit below the belt. Yes. Are you collecting any bones this season or are you too busy laughing at these beefs that's happening? I'm kind of, I'm not really the bone collector this season. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with most of the, pretty much everybody. I'm good with everybody. Stay tuned for more of my conversation with Sheree Whitfield. We'll be right back after some quick ads. This is Reality with the King, and I'm Carlos King. Let's get back into my conversation with Sheree. I want to thank you for inviting me to Shiba Sheree. I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not going to say a word. All I'm going to say is, you called me. I only will ever show up for you. Oh, my gosh. Now, you're trying to make me cry. It's the truth. You're going to make me cry now. Let me tell you, that meant so much to me for you to take time out of your schedule. I know you got so much going on. I know everybody's always pulling at you. Everybody wants Carlos King to come to come to show up. <laughs> Carlos, you showed up in a big way when it mattered. And that's the most important thing ever. And that meant the world to me. And I need to tell you that if I haven't already. I love you. I appreciate that. You flew here. It was bitches here that I thought that should have been should have been there. And I was really, really bothered by that. Because I really, I had been, I don't want to say no names, 
but somebody who was there from season one as well. And they were there from the beginning. Like I thought it was so important that the people that I really cared about that saw this from the beginning to be there and support me because I supported all these bitches throughout these years. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So for me to finally get it and I'm talking to this one particular person and they're like, we're coming, you know, da, 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 and did not show up, have not called, have not said a word. And that was really hurtful. That was really, Mm. really hurtful. You can guess if you want, but I'm not telling Mm. you. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Lisa was... No, No, not Lisa. (laughs) And it wasn't Lisa. I love Lisa down. Lisa was uh, in L.A. for Super Bowl with her son. It wasn't Lisa. Lisa Wu made an appearance this upcoming season. We see her in the Super trailer. Yes. What is Lisa Wu up to with you, Sheree? You know, that's my girl. That's my girl. Me and Lisa, we still ride. We still hang out. We still kiki, have a good old time together. So I was having something at my house. And of course, I wanted to invite my girlfriend. So Lisa came in and did what Lisa did. Did Lisa Rue read somebody? (laughs) She did what Lisa does. (laughs) She said, put some respect on my name. Wait a minute. Lisa Wu made a comeback this season because of you, mm-hmm. obviously, because you two are real friends in real mm-hmm. life. And y'all hang out all the time. Yeah. No cameras. Y'all are real friends. Yeah. So did someone try to stunt on Lisa Wu and she checked them? Yeah. Lisa Wu had to check them. <laughs> she had to check a bitch. She came back looking amazing and just, she like, don't play with me. You already know. You talk about our fight. That's Lisa Wu. Lisa Wu will kick ass. She sure will. Ooh, so wait, is Lisa Wu on more than one scene? Is there multiple scenes with Lisa Wu? Is there one and done? Can you not tell me what's tea? You know, I can't tell you. Ooh. I can't tell you. How are you and Kim Zosiak right now? We're we're good. That I'll say it was it was actually Kim. You are you're right. And I really, really felt like Because I've been talking to her and she's like, oh, my gosh, I know this is so important to you. Now, this is the thing. When I'm not on Housewives, I'm like you. I get invited to a lot of these events. And a lot of times, most times I don't go. But when it's something that matters that, you know, I don't care because, you know, these girls want to get paid. I showed up to Cynthia wedding because it mattered. Those are the things that are important to me that I know that are important to you. And it's bigger than, okay, what can I get for showing up? Because I feel like you're my friend. So I'm going to do this for my friend. And I felt like she should have showed up for me. Oh, 100%. You showed up to Candy's wedding. Yeah. Um, without getting paid. You show up to a lot of... you. Kim Zosiak had a, um, a spinoff, Don't Be Tardy. Yeah. You showed up to her cosmetics launch. Yeah. Without getting paid, because that shows real friendship. Yeah. So it is disappointing to hear that Kim did not show up, because what you and I both know is this. When a housewife leaves a show, and let's say next year, the year after that, whatever, a real friend asks them to come to their event, 10 times out of 10, a housewife would try to negotiate money to come back, because she feels like, well, y'all going to use my appearance as promo. Mm-hmm. But the difference between you and that situation is if someone's your real friend, you didn't care. Right. Like, I produced Candy's wedding special, 
And you showed up, showed out. You even taped a scene with Ms. Lawrence without getting a check because for you, it wasn't about making money. It was about, right. I'm supporting my friend Candy. Right. So that's that's disappointing to hear. Very disappointing. If, I, if anybody I thought would be there, I thought Kim would be there. I did. Especially because a lot of people have seen how you have, you've had Kim's back throughout the years. So much so, a lot of people have said, oh, Sheree, you're on the wrong side of the team because you ride for Kim because you two are friends and she rides for you too. What do you say to people who feel like the reasons why you came and you left, you came and you left is because they felt like you were on the quote-unquote wrong team and that team would be Kim? That's even more disappointing that... You know, if I'm supporting, I've always been supportive of the people that I really mess with. I've even supported those that I did not mess with. But for people to think that I was on the wrong team, first of all, I'm Team Sheree. I have people that I mess with, and that's the type of person that I am, though, because until I see that you've done me wrong or you've done things to me, I don't care what you do it to other people. It's how you treat me. And that's what I go by. So me being friends with Kim and writing for Kim, that was my loyalty. That's how I am. I'm a Capricorn. I am very, I am loyal to the bone, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of messed up because people really did get mad at me for really messing with Kim and, you know, really having her back. But that's the kind of friend I would want for me as well. I would want them to do the same for me. I mean, that's the reason why you and I in real life are friends, because you are loyal. I'm like you. I'm loyal. You know me. I'm the type of person who's like, what's good? If you need me, I'm here. I don't ask for nothing. And, and I, can, I will go on record saying you operate in the same way. I had a birthday this year. <laughs> Sheree flew to where I live and surprised me at my birthday dinner. I had no idea she was showing up. I'm literally in the back. You know me. I'm cool. I got my my spaghetti and my meatballs. And I'm chilling. And Sheree walked in to surprise me. And when I say to you, I gag, like, you flew here to see me? She was like, yeah, bitch. You're my boy. And that's who I want y'all to know Sheree is. She has the heart of gold. And what I always tell people is, the nicest people on Housewives to me have always been the ones y'all consider to be the villain. Mm-hmm. It's Kenya and Sheree. And you can attest to this, like, Kenya's cool as shit. Like, Kenya... I love Kenya this season. We never got to get to this point because we were always battling over these houses. But I love Kenya. I, when Kenya's in a good space, she's fun. She, I love her. I love her. Speaking of love, I know that you love Greg Leakes, may he rest in peace, and that no matter what you ladies have gone through in the past, y'all do support each other. And I know that when he passed, obviously, you, myself, a lot of people reached out to Nini to offer condolences. Have you seen her recently around Atlanta? Do you guys stay in touch? How how is your relationship with her right now? Um, we st- we don't really have a relationship, but we have a mutual respect for each other. When when Greg passed, I mean, even before when he was sick, I think I, I reached out to her, and then when I heard he passed, of course, I was devastated that I could not make it to his service. I had COVID for the second time. I had literally just contracted it, 
And so, of course, I couldn't go. But yeah, Greg was an amazing man. He was a really good man. And I know I knew them for a very long time. So I reached out to Nene, of course, and I, you know, offered my condolences and, you know, anything I can do to help. But I have not seen her, but I see and hear that she's living her best life and I'm happy for her. Yes. No, she is, honey. <laughs> um, one of the things a lot of people have been asking about is a show with just the OGs. Oh, I think that would be it. Amazing. So let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. If you had to choose between your current season 14 cast and doing a show with the OGs, which is you, Nene, Kim, Deshaun Snow, and Lisa Wu, which cast would Sheree Whitfield like to be a part of? Oh, my gosh. I would say there's no comparison to season one. You can't. You can't even compare. You can't even... That's not that's like apples and damn watermelons or some shit. <laughs> There's no comparison. That's season one cast. I mean, we came in, we gave everything. And we didn't care if, how we looked or how we, you know, how things came across. We just knew to be authentic and real. Candy did an interview recently and said that. This season is better and that Portia and Cynthia weren't a part of this season and that no shade to them. This is her words, not mine. She said no shade to them that this season was much better than when they were on. Is that something you would agree with? When I wasn't on the show, I did not watch it. So I will say that this season is really good, especially coming off of what the debacle of last year. The ratings were horrendous. Mm -hmm. But this, like I said earlier... This season is more like a sisterhood. Like we're actually getting together outside of the show. We talk on the phone, some of the girls. We text, we have group texts that we continue. You know, sometimes you have those group texts, but they stop as soon as the season ends. We literally have a genuine like and trying to actually build something with some of these girls. That's good. And so what are your thoughts on the new girl, Sanya? Oh, I love Sanya. She's really sweet. She's really sweet. I like her a lot. Is she a good addition to this cast? I think she's a good addition. I think she brings, uh, you know, sometimes a voice of reason. She started out uh, kind of quiet, but she she grew into her voice. Season nine was an epic season. But obviously, that was the last season Phaedra was on. Mm-hmm. And there's been tons of talks about whether or not she should come back. Do you think Phaedra should come back to the show? Absolutely. I actually brought her name up as well when they reached out to me in the beginning. And what they say. (laughs) (laughs) Let me guess. (laughs) No, to be I think they are were interested, but you know Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. I'm curious and and it's funny, it just came to my head. Mm -hmm. Let's just say what it is, because she went on record saying this. Candy said that she doesn't want Phaedra on the show with while while she's on mm-hmm. because of what happened season nine. Um, and that if Bravo wants Phaedra on, then that's fine. She'll bow out gracefully. You've been on the show with people you don't get along with, people where you guys both threw shade and all this other stuff. Now, granted, what Phaedra did allegedly is obviously worse than anything you guys have experienced. Right. But with that being said, 
do you think it's fair that one person may have that much control on someone coming back on the show? No, I don't. And I actually invited Phaedra to the fashion show, too. And one of the things she said, she's like, well, is Candy going to be there? My thing is, like you said, I've been on this show many times, many years with people I did not get along with. I have been in situations that I was uncomfortable with. I have talked about heavy things that I have gone on in my life. We are here to do a reality show. And as much as I love Candy, I feel like at the end of the day, they should or she should understand that this is for the show. We can't be, oh, I don't want to talk about that. It's not cool. So we we can't do it. It's for the betterment of the show. We all have been in uncomfortable and talked about shit that we don't want to talk about. I think that conversation needs to be had on the show. I am still gagging, kicking, and <laughs> yeah, with my damn self over that interview with Sheree Whitfield. I hope you all got a chance to listen to how much we love each other. We are so close. I don't have too many people I call a friend in reality TV, but Sheree is 100% my friend. That's my girl. And I'm so happy that you guys got a chance to see a side of Sheree where she is a fun girl who can spill some tea, throw some shade, but she's also very honest. The fact that old girl just admitted leaving Lanithia Monique Johnson leaks name off the list, child. I love it. I love it. But that's the Sheree that I know and love. And I'm so happy that all of you got a chance to experience the Sheree who I hold so dear to my heart. Thoughts? Opinions? Reads about my conversation with Sheree? Email me at realitywiththeking at stitcher.com or leave me a voicemail at 310-593-8188. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at thecarlosking underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Tweet me your thoughts and hot takes about this episode using the hashtag realitywiththeking. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley-Brown. We are also produced by Sierra Spragley-Ricks, engineering and music by Marcus Ham. More Sauce. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.